You are listening to Church Talk with Isaac. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Again, I am your host, Isaac Watson, and uh, I want to begin by telling you to stop doing whatever you are doing right now. I mean, just completely freeze, just pause. And I want you to go and I, and if you have not already, I want you to click subscribe and I want you to subscribe to Church Talk with Isaac, this podcast that you've been tuning into consistently. And then I want you to, if you've done that already, I want you to write a review and to rate Church Talk with Isaac. Uh, some of you listen and um, each each week, each month, my views go up, which I'm which I'm great. I'm extremely grateful for. And uh, in order for that to continue to happen, uh, um, people have to know about Church Talk with Isaac. So one of the ways that you can help partner with uh, uh, Isaac Watson Ministries and, and help partner with Church Talk with Isaac is by is by um, writing a review and by rating Church Talk with Isaac. So go ahead, take a moment and do that. It makes my podcast more visible to those who may not be aware of it. And uh, in that way, we can continue to spread the love. All right. So after you do that, let me go ahead and just jump right into this. Uh, I want to always take time to thank all of my supporters, all of my listeners, those of you who take the, 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 the 20 to 30 minutes out of your day to just listen to uh, to me, listen to my perspectives, um, listen to these topics. I really hope it's been a blessing to you. And I also want to encourage you, if you have not, go ahead and send me some topics. I would love to hear uh, from you. I would love to hear uh, some of the things that you would like to hear me talk about. And if I can cover it, I will do my best to cover those topics. Um, what I want to do is jump into this 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 topic today. And I want to talk about uh, uh, those of us in the church who say uh, that only God can judge me. How many of y'all have ever heard that before? I'm sure many of you have where um, whether you're talking to someone that may be an unbeliever or even someone within the church who may be a believer, we may make a claim and say, look, who are you to judge me? You can't judge me. You can't judge what I do. You can't speak into anything concerning my life. God is the only judge. God is the one who judges my life. And that's that. And what I want to do is I want to take a few minutes today and I I want to kind of I want to kind of dissect that thought. I want to dissect it of a few different ways. And I want to look at it because I believe that to some that is their truth. That is their reality. But to others, that is an illusion. And I want to just take a moment to talk about it. I believe that judgment can go several uh, several ways. And I just want to give clarity concerning it. For one, uh, judgment goes where there is an eternal judgment where God judges mankind. Every one of us, when we die, um, um, each and every one of us will give an account to God as far as um, how we lived um, uh, in this life. 
Now, I don't know what that looks like. Uh, the Bible doesn't give a lot of details as far as what that looks like. I don't know if God has a checklist in heaven where he's marking off things that we've done or whether or not he's just looking to see those who have accepted Jesus uh, as their Lord, as their Savior. And they've decided to live in faith versus those who have decided not to live in faith. I don't know what the details look like, but one thing I am certain of, one thing I am sure of is that there is an eternal judgment that every last one of us will have to go through will have to face none of us are exempt from standing before um, um, the judgment seat of God uh, and giving an account for our life uh, uh, in this life so um, that's the first type of judgment. No, now, when most people say no one can judge us, typically they go directly to that type of judgment and they say, because God is going to judge me, nobody can judge me. Now, what I want to do is I want to look at a couple verses of scripture and I want to kind of break down a couple more concepts as far as judgment is concerned. All right. The first one. Well, well, two of them are covered in this verse. So let's look at first Corinthians chapter five. I'm going to read verses nine through 13. It opens up verse nine. It says, I wrote to you in my epistle not to keep company with sexually immoral people. This is the Apostle Paul speaking to the Corinthian church, to the church, to the church. All right. I'm going to read it again. I wrote to you. Paul is saying I wrote to the church. I wrote to you in my epistle not to keep company with sexually immoral people. Yet I certainly did not mean with the sexually immoral people of this world or with the covetous or extortioners or idolaters. Since then, you would need to go out of the world. So what Paul is doing is he's making a differentiation between those who are within the church and those who are outside of the church, which Paul would consider those who are in the world. All right. Verse 11. But now I've written to you not to keep company with anyone named a brother who is sexually immoral or covetous or an idolater or a reviler or a drunkard or an extortioner or even to eat with such a person. For what have I to do with judging those uh, also who are outside? Do you not judge those who are inside? Listen to Paul's language. He's speaking about judging those who consider themselves a brother versus those who may not be a brother. He's talking about those who may be outside, uh, judging those who are outside versus those judging those who are inside. So, again, the context is Paul talking about judgment being uh, um, um, uh, judgment going two ways. Are we to judge those who are inside versus those who are outside in layman's terms? Are we to judge believers versus judging unbelievers? Verse 13. But those who are outside, God judges. Therefore, put away from yourself the evil person. Put away from yourself the evil person. Now, the thing is this. I know within the church, we look at unbelievers as evil people. And we say these people are sinners. These are evil people. God is going to judge evil works and evil people. But what Paul is saying actually is there are actually more evil people in the church that he would consider evil than those who are outside of the church that are considered evil. Now, what Paul is differentiating, what he's making a distinction between uh, uh, pretty much what he's saying is that we as as the church Honestly, 
We do not have the right to judge people who are not believers, but who we are to judge are the ones inside of the church who says only God can judge me. What Paul is saying is he's saying, although you may say that, although you may believe that, that's not entirely true. Although you would like to believe that you can be in the church and do whatever it is you want to do and, and live however you would like to live. Paul is saying, look, those of us within the church, we have the right to say something to you. Now, I know y'all don't like that because I know we believe that uh, anything goes. We're all covered under grace and grace. You know, we don't judge anybody. Judgment is left to God. But literally what Paul is telling the Corinthian church is, look, if you're a believer, if you live your life according to godliness, if you live your life according to the law of liberty, the law of the spirit of Christ, uh, the, uh, uh, the spirit of liberty in and through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit in and through Christ Jesus. If you live according to this, then you are not to uh, uh, allow yourself to be polluted by the sinfulness, not of sinners, not the sinfulness of unbelievers, but the sinfulness of the hypocritical. What Peter is addressing is the hypocrisy that is often displayed within the church. Paul even goes as far to say that you're not even to sit with such a person who is a hypocrite. Now, I want to make a distinction. I don't believe Paul is talking about people who um, who who are imperfect. All right. Because there's a difference between being imperfect and being immoral. There's a difference between being a hypocrite and someone who sincerely wants help, sincerely desires to come out of whatever it is they are involved in. If it violates their relationship with God, if it violates and create a tear in their love walk with one another, there's a difference from those people who say, I need a little help and those who know what they're doing. They know that they're violating their love walk with God. They know that they're, they're that they are violating their connection with God. They are ignoring the convictions that they receive from the Holy Spirit. And they have been given over to a reprobate mind. They have been given over to to a to a to a mind that has been smeared and blinded by their sin. These are the ones that Paul is saying, look. Don't even associate with such a person. In other words, you have the right to judge them. Say something to them. Try to bring them back into alignment to what uh, uh, the will of God is for their life, which is godliness, which is which is understanding your righteousness in and through Christ Jesus. And righteousness lives because you have been redeemed by God, because through the blood of Jesus, you have been made righteous by God. The righteous life leads to righteous living. Amen. The righteous life lead should lead you into righteous living. So when you're not living according to this righteousness. Paul is saying you have the right to judge him. I know some of y'all don't like that because we only we don't we don't like people to tell us what we should or should not be doing. But the fact of the matter is that we are to be those who hold one another accountable. All right. Now, I want to cover this is going to be a shorter uh, episode, but I want to cover another angle, because what I what I want to make clear is that when we talk about judging those who are believers, we're not talking about getting them to conform to our own convictions. There's a big difference. We're talking about sin 
people and Paul made it clear those who are covetous. Those who are idolaters, those who are sexually immoral, which actually was the emphasis through this entire chapter was the sexually immoral. Those who are drunkards. Come on. Those who uh, uh, um, those who are sinful. He says, don't keep company with anyone like that who considers himself a brother. They're, hip they're, they're hypocritical and and uh, uh, and light has no business dwelling with darkness. Therefore, he says, put away from yourself the evil person. Isn't that interesting that he calls those within the church evil people? He says, put them away. Now, I want to make a distinction between that and living according to conviction, because although we all are sanctified by God, we all have become the righteousness of God through faith in Christ Jesus. That does not mean we all have the same level of conviction. I want to look at Romans chapter 14 really quickly. Romans chapter 14, beginning at verse one, it says, receive one who is weak in the faith, but not to dis uh, but not to disputes over doubtful things. So there are certain things that we make disputes about that Paul considers doubtful things. In other words, things that are not as important, things that are not definite issues. They're doubtful things. Verse two, for one believes he may eat all things, but he who is weak eats only vegetables. Let not him who eats despise him who does not eat and let not him who does not eat judge him who eats. Now, this is something where Paul is saying, hey, look, even though you're both believers, you live by different convictions and you are not to judge one another according to your personal conviction. Just because where you come from wearing wearing pants as a female uh, uh is something that you just should not do wearing makeup just is something that you should not do because it demonstrates a lack uh, uh, uh of you being modest uh um that's your personal conviction you have no right judging someone where that may not be their conviction. They may uh, there may be a woman who desires to, to who decides that it don't matter what you wear. God doesn't look at the outward appearance. God looks at the heart. I like makeup. I like wearing pants. I like wearing heels. There may be women who say that uh, and 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 someone who has a more modest apparel or appearance or even belief system is not to judge the one who does not. All right. So this is what Paul says. Paul says, Paul says, let not him who eats despise him who does not eat and let not him who does not eat judge him who eats for God has received him. Which one has God received? Both of them. All right. Or in, in uh, Ebonus would say both of them. God received both of them. All right. Verse four. Who are you to judge another servant? To his own master, he stands or falls. Indeed, he will be made to stand for God is able to make him stand. Verse five, one person esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Let each be fully convinced in his own mind. He who observes the day observes it to the Lord. Check this out. And he who does not observe the day to the Lord, he does not observe it. He who eats, eats to the Lord, for he gives God thanks. And he who does not eat to the Lord, he does not eat and gives God thanks. So it's talking about eating certain types of food. This is talking about observing certain days. Some people say, hey, look, you need to keep the Sabbath. Saturday is a holy day. Uh, uh, someone else may say in faith, hey, look, I believe Jesus is my Sabbath. Every day is to be esteemed the same. Jesus has become our rest. And therefore, and, and what Paul is saying is, look, both of you are right. 
Live according to your own convictions. You are not to judge one another based upon something that is not sin, based upon things uh, 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 um, that are not considered uh, as significant. Based upon things that Paul considered doubtful things. Now, I want to conclude with this. This is this. This is what Paul says in verse 22. He says, do you have faith? Have it to yourself before God. Happy is he who does not condemn himself and what he approves. But he who doubts is condemned if he eats because he does not eat from faith. Check this last statement out for whatever is not from faith is sin. Paul says this. Hey, look, if you are a believer, if they are a believer, this is the litmus test as far as what they are to be judged by. Are they whatever they're doing? Are they doing it in faith? Whether they're eating or not eating, whether they are dressing a certain way or not dressing a certain way, whether they have whatever piercings or tattoos or whatever. Is it is what they're doing? Are they doing it because of their faith in God, because of their belief system and how God accepts them if it's not a sin issue? So, yeah. We are not to believe unbelief. Excuse me. We are not to judge unbelievers. God is the judge of those who are not in faith. We are to be an example to them. We are to present Christ to them. We are to present the love of God to them. We are to present an opportunity for them for the will of God to be performed in their life, which is what? Which is redemption, which is reconciliation, which is peace with God and peace with one another. Hallelujah. That's our position to the unbeliever. We're not to judge them and tell them how fast they're going to hell. They, they already unbelievers. They know about hell. Most of them know that they're not living a particular way. We don't have to remind them. Our job is to let them know how much God loves them to the point to where they would want to turn from whatever it is that they're experiencing in their life to want to be reconciled to God and to live no longer in the flesh, not no longer according to their own intellectual ways of reasonings and philosophies, but that they would turn and live their life in faith. Faith towards God, faith in Jesus Christ. All right. That's that's to the unbeliever, to the believer. It goes two ways when it comes to sin and sin issues and immorality. Judge them when it comes to personal convictions, when it comes to personal convictions and to those things that Paul would consider doubtful things or things that may not be as important or things that may have great areas in it, um, whether it's according to the law or whatever case may be. Um, um, do not judge them if they do whatever they do in faith. So I just wanted to hit you all with this quick uh, 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 episode. I hope this brought some clarity, some understanding. I could have went a lot of different ways with this. There are other things, other topics, other perspectives that I could have brought. But I wanted to maximize the time that I had to give you these angles. And uh, hopefully we apply this to our own life so that God can get the glory in and through our life. All right. Listen, I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. I pray y'all have a great and productive day. Thank you for listening to Church Talk with Isaac. If you enjoy our content and benefit from this podcast, do me a favor and subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends, family, and colleagues. I'm also on all social media platforms and would love to connect with you. You can also partner with us by visiting IsaacWatsonMinistries.com and clicking Donate. Your partnership helps us to get the message of Jesus through Isaac Watson Ministries to the world. Talk to you soon.